So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. I am Matt, and this is usually the point of the episode where I say what we're discussing. Not going to do that right now, because during this recording, my two co-hosts have no idea what I'm about to talk about. You probably do as a listener, because you probably saw the description in the title. But right now, my co-hosts, Quint and Karen, hello, I have no idea what we're about to say, or even start to discuss here. And I love that. And I'm trying to figure out how long I can drag out this intro. <laughs> I'm really fucking hungover, so you can talk as long as you want. I'm, I'm, you know. Well, that'll be interesting, because you're in an interesting frame of mind to kind of imagine what we're about to talk about with that hangover then. So let me preface it. You're probably going to figure this out real quick. Uh, you'll remember in our Halloween Hard Nights 13 coverage from 2003, we talked about a rumored like extreme house where you were going to have to sign a waiver or get a bracelet or so somehow get uh, access to this maze with some kind of acknowledgement that you are <laughs> approving about what's about to happen to you, for lack of a better term. Right. Yeah. And we even saw the uh, carnage. It was going to be, we knew the rumor was going to be in the carnage warehouse and we saw it on the map, but it wasn't labeled. Right now, what if I told you both that this house, for all intent and purpose for this episode, is true, or at least as true as a fan-produced series that has the same access to the internet as anyone else does can be? Really? Because yeah. I'm saying that because what I have is probably, in all very likelihood, again, with the preface of the you know what we are, and we're not tied to the event, and we have access to everything anyone else does, can be. I believe I have the description of what that said maze was going to be that we discussed in that episode. Huh. Interesting. Yes. And even if it isn't, it's still an interesting idea and worth discussing. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd love to hear what it was going to be. All right. Or speculated to have exactly. Going to be. So let me give, I think I gave a quick disclaimer, but let me give an official one there. Like I said, take everything we're about to talk about in this episode with a grain of salt. We don't work for or represent Halloween Horror Nights in any way. Uh, we have what is a likely inaccurate description uh, and possible confirmation that that extreme maze was going to exist and what it was going to be. But we, of course, are not the people behind it. So with that said, we're just going to go ahead and forge ahead in this episode as if that this was really going to happen because it just makes it easier to talk about again. Don't know for sure. The only people that know for sure are the people that if it was going to happen were the ones that planned it out and started to build and started to design. But we're going to go ahead with this episode in the frame of mind that it was going to happen because that way we don't have to sit and, and remind everybody <laughs> every sentence that it's, you know, what I just said. So, all right, here we go. The name of this extreme house was Severe Fear. 
Okay. Okay. So the we'll start out. We're going to go through this room by room, best we can. Again, with it not having existed, we're going through through some notes here I found. So you start off the maze. You go in eight at a time, and if you're with some, if you're with a group of five people, and the eight cuts off, you know, at you and your four friends are behind. That's too bad. It doesn't even really matter, as you're about to find out here, because once you get inside, in the entrance is eight curtains, eight curtain doorways, I should say, along the walls. And inside this kind of waiting room are multiple church pews. And then without seeing pictures or concept drawings, I have to imagine they they are most likely old, weathered, decrepit church pews. I mean, kind of, yeah. I immediately picture the ones in Insidious last year. I was just going to say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the eight of you that are up next go in. Each of you are blindfolded by a completely silent character or assistant or ride attendant, whatever you want to call them, character at this point. It's got to be his character. Mm-hmm. Then you're also put in a hooded cloak and sat, not sat down, but you're now you're waiting in the pews until the event starts. So you're not there really long. You're led from the pews, again, blindfolded and silently in front of one of these curtains. So you're standing there. Again, nothing is said to you at this point. Not a sound. Without any warning, a character will grab you from behind the curtain and pull you in. And now, the eight of you are separated. So at this point, at least in the maze, you are on your own. Okay. Uh All right. (laughs) So now you're into the first real room of the maze. And you've just been pulled through the curtain. And another set of hands is... Someone has you, I'm again imagining you're being held by your shoulders or by your your waist, by your torso. Another set of hands grabs you by the feet and you're put into a coffin. Oh, shit. Oh, geez. Just before the lid is shut, your blindfold is removed. So now you can see what, what there is to see. Not much, but the lid is shut and you're not alone in the coffin. Oh. <laughs> take, take a guess what else is in there. And being the fans you are, you should... Love and revile this. Well, mostly love. I, I, I don't know. Caretaker? No, no. Something. It's something. It's a staple of Halloween Horror Nights. Jack? Nope. Are, are you talking rat lady? Uh, you're talking about the rats. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> so you're nice. put in there with rats. Oh, good. Awesome. <laughs> I thought Karen would actually enjoy that. Yeah. And is it like, are the rats like, Able to touch you again? I it's I I, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna. I, I don't even really want to speculate. I'm just gonna go with what it is. There, you're in there with rats. To what extent? I don't know. Somehow you're 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 getting. You know they're there. You either hear them or see them. Maybe even get brussled up by them. They may be in like chicken wire next to you. So somehow yeah. you're you're making. There's evident. It, the rats are evident. We'll say right. that much. The, you 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 know you know they're, they're there. there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's awesome. On the lid of the coffin, that's not it for this room. On the lid of the coffin, there's a cross shaped cutout. Because I'm going to imagine this coffin is probably like an old, one of those diamond shaped ones. Like we've talked about many times. It's the, mm-hmm. the pine wood coffins. And the, the cross, whatever cutout, is just big enough, just big enough for you to see the terrifying character that's staring down at you and then reaching in with its nasty claws trying to tear your face off. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I can't even imagine what ungodly sounds are pl- probably going on, and they're probably t- hitting the side of the coffin, and it's it's oh, right. it's crappy pine wood, so it's echoing in your ears, and you might have yep. a 
they may have just fed a rat a nice carrot, nice innocent carrot, but you just hear chewing in your ear, and uh, yeah. I'm already like, okay, I'm in for the <laughs> I'm in for the long haul on this one. Yeah, yeah. At, at that point, you'd probably already have a turtle head. <laughs> so there is seemingly no way out, and honestly, there is no way out because the way out is you're going to least expect it. Probably, you're probably not even thinking about what is about to happen how or how this happens it just happens because without warning the back of the coffin opens and you're dropped out it's got to be onto some padding i think we can speculate and say it's on padding and it may even be you know decorated as old musty nasty yeah you got it that's what i was thinking when i heard that so now that you're on the floor and under the coffin, the coffin, the the bottom of it shut up behind you. Not like you'd want to crawl back up there anytime soon, but <laughs> there's, there's <laughs> <Who one>. knows? <laughs> that's true. There's only one way to go. And that is you, you turn over and ahead of you of where your head is, where you fell out of the coffin is a chain link uh, tunnel slash cage kind of thing. Okay. So. You start crawling ahead because it's the only way to go. You're probably being shouted at by characters. If you're not, actually, as I read in my notes, if you aren't moving fast enough, there's there's holes in the chain link, not big enough for you to get out, but big enough for characters to reach in or look in and scream at you. So you're being taunted and possibly swiped at the whole time you're on your hands and knees running for your life, essentially. Wow. <laughs> and if you're not going fast enough, apparently this is like a, a fairly lengthy thing, or, or if you're just kind of frozen in fear, there is a hatch at the base of the cage where, right after where you dropped out where characters can crawl in and kind of motivate you to move forward. <laughs> motivate you. Yeah. <laughs> one way to put it. That is, that's a, that is one way to put it. <laughs> and I'm sure that I'm sure there's characters all over the place just to help you bail out if you're you know. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. That's kind of in the end. I didn't really want to set that up in the beginning here to ruin the the entire experience, or not ruin right. it, but kind of take away from it. But I there is a there's a again this if this document is true, which I'm gonna go through this episode that it is. There there's even details on how to get out. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So uh, you get to the end of the tunnel and you're led out into a hallway. Now here in this hallway, or even kind of like a little bit of a base room at, at the end of a hallway, the, all all the eight guests uh meet up here again they converge so everyone has dropped through their individual coffin gone through their individual tunnel and they're, they're everyone's back together again safety okay. in numbers i don't know i guess we'll see <laughs> the the hallway ahead of you is a corridor of doors and it sounds like they're going to give you time to kind of try to figure stuff out for yourself all these doors are locked or chained or somehow inaccessible none of these doors are going to help you out so <laughs> The corridor is lit up by a row of lights down each side, like you would think of a hospital hallway or a dungeon hallway, I guess maybe in this sense, or a modern dungeon hallway. All of a sudden, the lights go out, starting at your vantage point, going down to the hall, down the hall, one by one. So your eye is drawn to the end of the hall, and Mm -hmm. that's on purpose because the door behind you that you didn't really pay much attention to is now kicked open, and this huge militant with a chainsaw screeching (laughs) is now behind you, and he chases you. down this corridor and this is getting better and better all the time. <laughs> at this point now for the sake of uh of brevity i have i have dubbed this uh i think i took it from a later note but it but it wasn't until later but it makes it easier to describe the next room i've adopted i've adapted adopted the name i should say chainsaw drill sergeant mm. yeah. so i think actually that was in these notes but it wasn't until much later so i want to keep it now because it's easier so yeah. 
So you're chased down the hall, and uh, but by the time you get down to the end of this corridor that seemingly had no door or no escape, there is suddenly a door for you to get through. It's the only way to get out. And now you're you're in this room with a it's a hot room something, and I don't mean the hot house like we're talking about. I mean uncomfortably like the heat, the temperature wise. Hot room. There's a bus there for some reason. You really, the, the doors aren't open. You're kind of lost of where to go. The drill sergeant now gathers you up in a single line, very threateningly, and he marches you on the bus. As you get on the bus, the first thing you pass is two charred bodies. Oh. You get a bit of a snarl and maybe even a snicker from the drill sergeant as he leaves the bus, shuts the door, yells something, and then suddenly the bus bursts into flames all around it. Okay. <laughs> so you're trapped inside a burning bus. Most of the flames that look dangerous are ahead of you where the two charred bodies are. And oh, lo and behold, they're not bodies. They're still alive. So now they're screaming and running to you for help. Oh, Jesus. Aboard this burning bus. <laughs> right then. Okay. Wait. I was like, okay, <laughs> oh, give everybody a second to uh, take like- that in. So uh, the bus starts to fill with smoke. And just about when it's to the point where you can't see anything, uh, the emergency door at the back of the bus opens, and that that is your way to escape. So you your escape, you're outside the bus. You're actually now in another section of this maze that you hadn't seen before. Obviously, you didn't see you, the bus like was maybe even kind of the facade was built around it, so you couldn't see it. Again, you have. No choice. You're in an open room. The burning bodies are behind you. Don't really want to bother with them. Ahead of you is a set of cellar storm doors that are wide open. Um, and I immediately think of uh, Twister for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know. I do know why because of the scene where the guy shuts them and holds on to them and gets swept yeah. out. But this isn't what happens. So storm cellar doors, they do go down. So you're going down a stairs and you go as you walk down you're you're actually in a in a cellar in a basement it it is damp it smells musty you hear dripping you may even get dripped on and there's no doubt you're underneath something cuz now you can start hearing like electrical surges like there's an electrical panel nearby again yeah. you are greeted by these silent characters that you met in the beginning of your journey let's say and the blindfolds are put back on and now you're silently led into a final room. So now we're at the finale of it, and this is awesome. I would uh, this alone just just for the history of this, I would love to do this. You're strapped into an electric chair, <laughs> and I would like to consider that it's old Smoky. Now there's probably eight of them because it sounds like you're alone, but I would still right. like to think it story wise it's old Smoky. Right. <laughs> so you're restrained, and. You start feeling some minor shocks, although they're probably like really intense vibrations. There's that shock game that I, I we've probably all played that it's, oh, uh, yeah. you, you don't yeah. really get shocked. It's just these really short, intense vibrations. But you feel some yeah. minor, maybe it is minor shocks. I shouldn't say that. I don't know. <laughs> the entire chair begins to vibrate and shake, and then it does like a drop. And the way it's described in the document I saw, it's like a drop that the chairs do in Terminator 2 when... Skynet explodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you fall. It's like it gives you that um, that it that immediate heart like like uh, but then you know you only uh-huh. fell like an inch, if even inch, that. Yeah. So it's just part of the effect. So at the drop, the chair 
calms down, the smoke clears, some safety lights come on. You're released from the chair. You're put into a wheelchair and wheeled into what they call the recovery room. <laughs> and anyone that was in that that didn't want to go with you, but just wanted to wait wait it out for to you to, for you to come through, or anyone that chickened out is is waiting there for you. So that is what that extreme house that we heard speculation and rumors about in thirteen was for best I can tell going to be. Huh. Wow, there's there's a lot of of just sheer. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It would be really labor intensive. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, if you were to, if again, uh, uh, now that we're out of the story, we can get back into disclaimer mode. If if this document is true, it was all but done. It just did not see. Just didn't. Um, it wasn't like a idea they had in June or July. It was they had it built and started ready. To, ready to go and facades built and all planned out and approved. And then just things just fell apart. Now from what angle? I don't know. I don't know if it was from a legal standpoint. I don't know if it was from insurance. That's mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what would be the latest in the game at Halloween Horror Nights. And my guess would is again, with absolutely no knowledge would be insurance because insurance yeah. needs to see everything in order to, yeah. uh, I would speculate needs to see everything in order to clear and not clear. So I don't know. That would be my best guess is the only thing. Cause it sounds like otherwise it was ready to go. Yeah. This was going to be done something in the, the end, like towards a real, like just before opening is what put the kibosh on this. And that with little, I know about event planning, which is nothing. I can't know any less than event planning. The insurance thing is the only thing that pops yeah. in my head that it might be especially if they're going to be touching people yeah right yeah that That's, was the, that was yeah. the one thing that that stood out for me too is like yeah. everything that we we've seen and, and experienced and heard so far they never touch you yeah, yeah. i mean we're not just touching but also lifting yeah they, they're lifting you into the coffin and, and you get one accident and forget yep. about it we, we've said it many times on this show we we have been touched by characters but it's never been part of the experience it's been right. like by accident i mean right. me running chest first and adjacent is the perfect example yeah. yeah he stepped out of his boo hole i went the wrong direction and worlds collided <laughs> and i lost <laughs> yes you did <laughs> and the world won yeah pretty much so i won i got to see it yeah it you funny. did <laughs> um this there was a, a much like the uh, alone house that we talked about from Hollow Scream way back when there there was a safe word for this and it was a phrase a safe word is reportedly was supposed to have been I am a fluffy bunny. <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. <laughs> there were reportedly many many chicken doors in this this place. Like you didn't yeah. have to go far to get out if you said I am a, a fluffy bunny. Which I imagine if this, yeah, if this was everything they're describing, that's I can't imagine that not being true. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, once again, this is this is the information I have, and and again, we are not the ones who created this. Uh, It was supposed to have been in two thousand three. It's as accurate as it can be in the circumstances uh, that we present in this show. Again, the only people that know are the ones that. that plan doing this so but otherwise i still think it's a good story to tell and just oh, the yeah. idea, thinking the idea of the of this uh, having gone through this would have been awesome 
Yeah, for sure. Because they take I, into account almost every single fear yeah. that you could possibly have. I mean, with the exception oh, yeah. of the most common ones of, you know, arachnophobia and if you're a real pussy like Quint Clowns. Fuck off. <laughs> Drowning is about the only one that's not represented, but I don't know how you yeah. would do that safely. Yeah. yeah. Even if you were to be surrounded by water, there's always the danger of something leaking or breaking and causing a right. problem. Yeah. The they water. immediately start you off as anticipation by blindfolding oh, true, you. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. You're just standing there waiting. Yep. It's just enough. So, all right. With this explained now, is this something you guys would have done? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> all right, that, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I might have too, flipped actually. the bunny <laughs> <laughs> out. Right. I may not have made it, but I would try it for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That, that whole coffin claustrophobia thing with the rats would, would, would probably be... The hardest part. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, not that I'm claustrophobic at all, but just, especially if the rats are anywhere near your head and you're, you're kind of immobile, you can't really move around much. That would fucking freak the (laughs) hell out of me. Yeah, I could see that. That wouldn't have bothered me. I think it would be the starting, not, not being able to see what's coming. That's every time I went through this, it, it was always the, the. Not being able to see what's ahead of yeah. you is what yeah. always got me. That's that would probably have been my biggest challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I guess your mind will start fucking with you pretty well at that point. Right. Yeah. Because the longer they make you wait and you can't see, the more you start thinking and the more you start anticipating it, and the more tense you get, and the harder it is, and your heart starts racing even more. And as soon as something touches you, it's like it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a a freaking leaf off a tree and you're, yep. you're running down the street. Yep. I'm almost uh, wondering if my, f- the whole, f- not, I don't want to say fight or flight response, but that's, that's the best I can think of. I guess adrenaline, adrenaline's a better word to say. My yeah. whole adrenaline yeah. would take in so much that I wonder if I would even walk away with much of a memory of the details that are laid out that I'm supposed to experience. No. Probably not. Yeah. I, I would bet not. I better re- would remember like chainsaw. I'd remember yep. fire. I remember electric chair. I, like everything that led me to those specific yeah. big moments, I would have like yep. very little recall of. You probably remember the, crawling and yeah, right. Yeah. Even the second time around, I'm not sure that that yeah. you would pick up too many more details. The third, fourth time around, maybe because <laughs> at that point, it's you know you, you you're already starting to okay, okay, I can do this. I'm I'm gonna look around when I'm in the coffin. I'm gonna you know look around after they drop me out. I'm going to start. You're, you're, you'll be able to do it because you know what's coming. Right. Yeah. But the first couple of times, I don't know, man, uh, that, yeah, you're not going to pick up too much. I wonder if they could pull off something like this forget about the, and I don't mean forget all the speculation we had about legal and insurance and whatnot. I wonder if they could pull off the effectiveness of this, the way, um, information is shared shared so readily. I wonder if it'd be only like the first few nights that it would really get people the way they intended, and by then the people that wanted to spoil it for themselves. Which I am a spoiler nut. I don't. I just want to know. And it's not that I'm. And when it comes to Halloween Horror Nights, it's really not that I'm preparing myself not to be scared. I just want to know. I would probably right. have read these details by the time I got to it had I not gone the first night. So I wonder if they'd be able to pull this off like a hunt, like as effectively as they wanted to nowadays. Probably not. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I, I d- it'd be tough. It would be tough, but the thing is, I mean, like we were just talking about, even if you know what's coming, mm-hmm. 
is is the effect going to be any worse that's true and i guess it does come down to the individual too because if you don't want to know it you're not going to read it i I mean, there's there's i'm not alone where i just cannot help myself but i don't think i'm the I think there's more people with better willpower than me when it comes to something like this. And maybe if they were to do this, maybe my willpower would be better. Like I, I would, I would know that there's a, a extreme house and I, I would know it's going to, I don't know what, maybe split us up. Maybe that's the detail. I would stop reading. I'd be like, okay, I don't want to know any more from this because it sounds like it's going to be cool. So maybe my willpower would be better in this situation. I certainly yeah, don't, I certainly don't seek out details of the mazes. I will. I'm, I already I said in our speculation episode, I'm not reading anything in any form. Yeah, well, I threw that out like uh-huh. 48 hours later. <laughs> so it's like I might know, might be le- a little less surprised by some future announcements, but I am not reading any even rumors or or whatnot about what's inside these mazes. So I still have a, a modicum of willpower when it comes to this event. And like I said, I don't even think knowing what was coming I don't think it would would really change the effectiveness of the maze. True, that's true. Yeah, I'd I mean, love, I'd love to see something th- like this. Yeah, I think you know all they would have to do is is like put the blindfold on, and your your fight flight response is going to start going rampant, and you're you're not going to be thinking about anything but <laughs> how the fuck do I get out of here? Exactly. Yeah. I would you know? probably be. I mean, not probably. It's, it's so easy to say not doing it, but I but I bet I would be like. It'd be, I'd probably be, the, the adrenaline would be going from the fear, but I'd still probably be enjoying it the same way, the weird twisted way you enjoy the scariest mazes at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, yeah. Like, I might oh, be yeah. saying, like, yeah. there might be a character, I'd be crawling through that chain link tunnel and there'd be a very well done character swiping at me. I'd be scared, but still, like, might even audibly say, this is awesome. You're right. <laughs> I think there's a good chance of that. I don't know. It It, it really... It's hard to say because <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. You know, uh, because of what they do with the blindfold thing, and and just you know, when you, you go from basically blindfold, your mind is everything is in your head at that point, and everything else is very calm, and there's nothing happening, and there's nothing really going on, and then you go from that into fucking mass mayhem. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, is who knows what your brain's going to be doing at that point in time? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's easy to. Easy to say what I, how to react, but I won't. I wouldn't know until it happened. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they're. I can't imagine they'd ever. I don't know. Maybe once they get out of the new icon era and they and they they start doing a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Reboot came to mind, but that is not the word I'm looking for. When they go to add a new element down the line, yeah. maybe this will happen. Maybe this will happen again sometime in future maybe. years. Yeah, or yeah. happen. <laughs> not happen again because it hasn't happened. But ha- maybe it'll happen. That they'd have to have some really buff dudes putting the, putting <laughs> the people true, in the yeah. cost that, into the coffin because yeah. you know if somebody's if somebody's fight flight reaction turns to fight, you're kind of gonna want have somebody big there to calm them down. This does actually kind of bring up a couple different logistical questions. Now that you mentioned that, I mean, what if you yeah. get someone that's a little hard to? Well, what if they don't fit in the coffin? Let's go. Let's let's go yeah. as simple as that. Yeah, wonder if they had a plan B. I wonder if there was even actually a cutoff. Like, say, you know, there's some, some, there's a, not a weight limit. I guess a size size limit on size the seats of the yeah. rides. I wonder if they'd have to institute that for the house. That might be a possibility. It might, yeah, and it just might not be ADA accessible, which could be a problem too. 
like mm. insurance legally or whatever politically correctness wise do i'm not even gonna even speculate on that one yeah yeah there's a lot of interesting logistical questions for that maze i would actually like to like to know what if it, if it was gonna happen i would like to know what went wrong i'm not wrong i take that back i would like to know what stopped it just out of curiosity yeah, that would be interesting to know. Yeah, because if you got that close, and I wonder, and I right. would, and how frustrating would that be to have have all you think you all had of all yeah. of your your eyes dotted and your T's crossed, and then this last whatever it was comes in and says, "Nope." Right. Yeah, because you know you got to think it's like it, it's got to be you know legal or insurance. It's it can't be creative at this point. If you get that, if you get this far, yeah. as as from what I'm reading, you get it. It couldn't have been creative or even internal. It had well, I mean, uh, there's legal department. It's not internal as far as the Halloween Har Nights team, I should say. Yeah, right. right. Now this sounds like something where it was just like legal came back and said, "Look, guys, you can't do this thing," and they're they're just looking at each other, going. Them. There's there's nothing we can do. Then why do it? Yeah. Right? That, like, you know what? That's interesting. That I could see that being as likely as insurance stepping on their toes. Like in at the very end, they say yes, you can do this, but here's what we have to take out. It's like this, 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 and this. And it's like okay, well now we have we have the same experience we have in all the other mazes. There's nothing. In fact, this has no theme when you do that. So there's yeah. nothing special about this. Yeah, it's actually would be cheaper to shut it down than to keep it running because by the time the word gets out, no one's gonna pay the extra money or take the extra time to write the fill out the yep. forms again pure speculation on my part yeah i i uh, that's that's speculation for me too it's yeah. like uh, it sounds like it would almost have to be that yeah but who knows yeah. well it's too bad too bad if it existed it would have been cool because i was going at that time no way in hell my wife would have went <laughs> I would have paid money to see her go oh, through. Oh hell no. No, she just would have been catatonic the whole time. She wouldn't have said a word or even moved. So well that's that is all I really had to talk about this episode. I wanted to share that uh because that, that year had come and gone and wanted to fit it in this season once I came across that information. Uh, again, anyone this info's out there. You can find it. It takes a little effort to find. Having the title helps a lot, I've now found. Uh, you can investigate it yourself, draw your own conclusion whether or not this was actually going to be the Extreme Maze for 2000, 2003. Again, I really like to think that it was. I wish it was. And I said earlier, I would kind of wish it would be in the end. So if you, like I said, check if you're curious, I don't, there's probably more to be found. Check it out. If you know something about it that you can tell us, do not, don't put yourself in any situation that puts you in a, in a bad position but if you know something more about this we haven't covered let us know because i'm really curious i'm really curious uh any more there is to know about this one you bet um as far as that uh we will be moving ahead i think we're gonna try to get back on our years now because now we're gonna have to split up a couple years and we might um might fill our schedule all the way up to the event of 26 so we want to get on those one thing I did want to mention on this episode, we, you, the three of us just discussed it. We don't have a date yet, but within the next few weeks, month, we'll say, at latest, we are going to have our live call-in show that we talked about, and we have our topic, and it's going to be tips and tricks. We're going to go through some of the tips and tricks we learned. We'd love to hear more, some tips and tricks you learned about the event. If you have a question from our any of our tips and tricks from the past or what we're talking about as you're listening, Please call in, or if you just want to call in and say 
anything about Halloween Horror Nights, like how excited you are about 26 or anything in particular, line, it's, it's going to be a pretty loose formatted show. We're going to start off talking about tips and tricks, but if you got something to say about the event and want to call in, we'd love to hear from you. So pay it. Uh, so look for that date announcement and the link and the phone number on Twitter, on Facebook, and we'll probably even put something on the website as well at newsaz.com. So that's coming up soon. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, because not only do we get to talk about Halloween Horror Nights, we hopefully get to talk to some more Halloween Horror Nights fans. And last year when Quint and I did this, it really got me in the headspace in the mood for 25. So it's kind of our kickoff episode to the season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, with that, I will say thank you for listening. We'll be back with a new episode very soon. So until then, again, keep an eye out for us on Twitter, on Facebook, not only for our live announcement as well but for everything else we got going on but we will certainly announce the date link and phone number on twitter facebook and our website page so with that one more time i'll say thank you for listening and we'll see you in that next episode and remember i am a fluffy bunny (laughs) that's right if you if you want to get out of your phone call as we're talking just say i'm a fluffy bunny and we'll, we'll cut the line yeah thank you for listening to the catacombs of halloween horror nights podcast the catacombs of halloween horror nights is a news as internet entertainment production For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at newsaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash newsazpodcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening.